What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. We've we've taken a little bit of a sabbatical um, through no fault of our own. Not that people are calling <laughs> for for episode five. I haven't had any text. No, actually, that's a lie. Two or three people have messaged me to say, "Bro, where's the podcast? Um, and why haven't we done the podcast, Jackie?" Because we've been out there doing shit. We've been doing shit, and we've been doing shit with a tourist. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. We have our first special guest. <laughs> or maybe just our first guest. I don't know. It's really not that exciting. It's exciting for us. <laughs> it's exciting. All the way from London, England. He has flown over just to be in on this podcast. Let's True. get ready to it's podcast. A it's a cheap flight. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Emeka. Hello, everyone. Hi, Emeka. I don't know what I should say to intro myself. Okay, right. um, I'm going to paint a picture. Emeka, um, for the ladies and the, the men who like men out there. Emeka, not that Emeka likes men, but I'm just, you know, um, sexuality is a spectrum. True, you, you guys, he's learning. Yeah, you should just, I'm just, I'm just trying to sell you. Uh, Emeka is six foot what? Three. Six foot three, mm. um, two hundred and sixty something pounds. Unfortunately, yeah, of of muscle though, not of, not. Yeah, of fat. how much can you deadlift? Two hundred and twenty on a good day. Two hundred and twenty pounds. Um, so I might just repeat two hundred and twenty kilos. Sorry, I don't even know what that is in pounds. I might repeat what Ameka says because I'm not too sure how much our microphone is picking up of his low. Uh, sultry voice i just leant forward so i can see the waves are a bit better now <laughs> the waves are a bit better we can hear you that is great so Emeka has been in town for the last nine days kind of the reason that we've been quiet is that we've just been playing hostess with the mostess that was me you were the host with the most uh, and we just kind of been gender flipping like zane and um Gigi. <laughs> did you see that article no the zane zane malik yeah, um, him and his girlfriend got One, in so much trouble. One Direction. Yeah, um, they spoke to Vogue about how they they gender flip, and so that yeah, sexuality is a spectrum. And um, they explain. Yeah, like the whole point was like they were trying to be like we're so progressive, we don't even see gender, blah blah blah. But all they'd done was like Zayn had put on some flowery pants and Gigi wore a blazer, and they were trying to paint this picture of like we're so like out there yeah it was like all this thing about fluidity but they said to team vogue the reason that they're fluid is because occasionally they pick uh, an item of clothing from that person's closet why can he fit into his missus clothes i don't know i'm yeah you're I'm, pretty close to my hip yeah size. i think i get maybe. maybe not hip size but i could probably definitely wear a jacket of yours or a yeah a, a shirt maybe it's a 265 pound problem right? yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to start dating slightly bigger women mm-hmm. or not <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what is your problem uh, with the with the bigger I women? i have absolutely no problem with the big women it's just not my preference have you ever slept with a woman that is near your weight size. Absolutely not. See, that, sound, that sounds like you do have a problem. It's not a problem. It's just a tone. I have one tone. What, and which is? This low tone. It's monotone. <laughs> See, volume's going down again. <laughs> I have no problem with the bigger girls. 
just not for me. I have friends who like them. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, many friends that have a, a, a panache for mm-hmm. the for the bigger woman. What about you? What's your view on like the chubby guy? You know, I say that I'm not into it, but looking back in my history, there's been a few chubsters. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm not about what's on the outside, you guys. It's about what's on the inside. No, I've met some of your exes. <laughs> it's not about what's on the inside either. Nonsense. <laughs> Everything's initially on the outside. Yeah, yeah it is, but then you start... Drinking and settling. Yeah, like you never. Yeah, when people when people are so like, it's on, on the inside of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the composition? What's my BAC? Can we can we not talk about the the guys that have been on the inside <laughs> of her, please? It, it's making me feel quite uncomfortable. Um, yeah, like you never see a girl at the bar and be like, oh. She looks like she has an amazing personality. Yes, you do, because you pay attention to like someone's like eyes and smile, and that reveals their personality. Then there's a weird like... guy staring. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and not if you notice them um, from a place that you can't see their eyes or smile from behind. I mean, oh, if okay. you um, like our guest here, like a, 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 a rotund bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for example, if we were to go by that logic. Yesterday, last well, last night in Toe House, all of those girls had excellent personalities. <laughs> Every single one of them, without me saying a word to them. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> I see how the male mind works. Let's talk about some stuff we've done. Um, okay, so guys, this is more a public service announcement podcast, and I would like to welcome every single one of you into the Church of Scientology. That's right, guys, the Scientologists have got us. We went to the Church of Scientology um, and it's an amazing, amazing place. And all it did was cost us $10,000 each. And now we have risen to level three. <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to be an entry level one Scientologist, but no, $10,000 and we are level three. It's amazing. Um, so there are two Scientology places here in Los Angeles. There's the Celebrity Center, um, which we didn't go to. And then there's, I think there's more than... Yeah, there's, there's more than two. Those are just the two in our vicinity. Yeah, and then there's like a big... Because there's that one in Hollywood too where they always hand out the flyers. Mm, where they do the test. Mm-hmm, the um, personality test. But near us, there's a huge church of Scientology and it uh, it dwarfs every other church that I've seen here in LA. It is huge. Um, there's even its own street, L. Ron Hubbard Street. Yep. L. Ron Hubbard is the, the founder of Scientology, right? He was a... Yeah, basically he wrote a science fiction novel and he was like, yo, people might believe this. Yeah. Let me make it a religion, get some tax-free money. Kind of so like... Someone wrote a book, turned it into religion and a bunch of people are following it. Imagine! Yeah. But that, wait, no, you're, you're talking about Christianity. We're talking about Scientology. <laughs> it seems like a winning formula. It really, yeah. it really does. It really just, uh, history repeats itself. He learned from some past mistakes people have made. If you were to create a religion, uh-huh. what would your kind of rules and regulations be? I think it would be very similar to like Eastern religions in that it would be about kindness and like reincarnation and stuff. Like I think it's easier for me to grasp like coming back to this earth because I know this earth exists where it's harder for me to like envision a place that I'll never know if it exists unless I end up there. Would you have people pray to you and make statues uh, in your figure would you be like the head of the religion and all hail because your initials are jc um, <laughs> it was written 
No, I don't think so. Like, the same reason I don't want to be famous. Like, I wouldn't want people, like, praying to me and stuff. That's weird. Yeah. Max, if you were to create a religion, what would, you, what would your <laughs> religious ethos be? Uh, I probably wouldn't want to create a religion because I wouldn't want to be that guy center of attention of anything at all. You wouldn't want to be immortalized forever. No, absolutely. <laughs> I'd want people to leave me alone. So maybe that yeah, would you'd be just religion. be like a Gandhi and just like, like just mind your own business and don't be a wrong one. It's very vague. I'm very yeah. vague with most of my stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll iron the kinks out to that religion. Don't, <laughs> yeah. it, it sounds like a good. Don't be an asshole and just fuck off. Yeah. Just yeah. leave me alone. What would you call your religion? I'll let whoever's naming all these hurricanes name my religion. <laughs> How do hurricanes get their names? I think it's the first person to discover it. No, because, no, because, no, because they're, alph- they're alphabetical. Oh, then there's just someone who's got that job. Yeah, it's not a right job. How do you apply for that job? What did you study? I'm sure you have to study some meteorology. Like, I'm What, sure to you... name names? Well, no, but I think like to have the honour of getting to do it, you should have something to do with the weather. You think he gets paid extra, or she gets paid extra There you for go. That job. Women can be scientists too. Yeah, I've been in LA long enough to know that. But imagine <laughs> you've you've done meteorology, right? And you've studied for four years and you've worked your way up and they're like, Susan or Sean, we're we're gonna give you a raise. Well done. You now get to sit in an office and name the next twelve hurricanes that are coming. I think you'd be slightly pissed off. I think that's no, a job for, I, I, I think that's I a think job for an intern. No, an intern doesn't get to name the thing that kills hundreds of people. Oh, Someone I would, who's actually, worked actually, for it gets really to name that, that shit. Name, to be honest, I want, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> Hurricane G-Dep. Hurricane G-Dep. That's good. <laughs> I would get out of the way. Because some of these hurricanes just seem nice. Hurricane Katrina. You're like, oh, Hurricane Katrina. She ain't going to do shit. Yeah. If Hurricane G-Dep or Hurricane <laughs> Tupac is coming... You're going to evacuate. There's no way you're going to be like, you know, we're just going to stay here and take our chances. You're going to be like, yo, Hurricane Jamal is coming. Clear. Get the kids. You know what? See, reinforcing stereotypes. You're wearing a white silence equals white consent t-shirt. And you're trying to Jamal. Name me a white Jamal. Yeah, my mate Jamal. He's white. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's white. White. We call him white Jamal. (laughs) Where is he from? From England. Stop asking me these questions. <laughs> oh, man. We um, went to a pub trivia night. And let me explain the reason why I did not like this pub trivia night. Not because of the pub, not because of the trivia, but because at the end of the night, some man named, what was his name? Sean. Sean came over and was like, can I show you some tricks? And pulled out some cards. And I hate people who come up with the dumb little card tricks because they force you to sit there and watch their card tricks and feign politeness and amazement when I know you've just been sitting in your room alone, creepily, for hours working on these. Jackie doesn't like magicians. Jackie hates magicians. So, okay, let me let me paint another picture. So we were sitting there not doing particularly well at this quiz. So it's not like he came over and jeopardized our chances of winning the jackpot, which I'm not even sure that there was a jackpot to win. There were just the the three of us and there was one person that was carrying the team and it wasn't me or Emeka. And it, it wasn't. We were doing awfully. And... The table next to us were on like 40-something points. There were eight of them. 
The table opposite were on 38 points and we were straggling in last place on like 14 points or whatever. So this magician actually offered some beautiful light relief and his card tricks were okay. They weren't abysmal. If one of us had paid slightly more attention to him, then, then maybe we would have actually been amazed. So he came over and he's like, hey guys, do you like cards? And instantaneously, Jackie, her face, she just had a face of thunder. She had the face of Hurricane, name me a name that you would pack up. That's Ooh, not... Hurricane. He, he stayed, he was actually, he didn't even want to be a proper magician. So he, he exposed how he did two of the tricks, which I kind of wanted to practice, but now I can't because I'm afraid that Jackie will leave me and I'll just end up being in my room by myself with just me and my cards and I can't do that. His tricks were perfectly fine. The issue that I had with him is that he gave me a free Vistaprint business card and it was so cheap and rubbish and apparently his surname is McMagic. Now that that is the worst part of everything. That's the worst part. Nope. Sean McMagic. I don't believe that, that he is Irish or Scottish and coincidentally his name is McMagic. Anyway, his his tricks were quite good, but Jackie hated this person. What were your thoughts? I learned I learned that trick and I, I liked it. I mean, I'm going to use it again at some point because I actually remember I have a bad memory, but I remember how to do that trick quite clearly. And it was his longest trick. It took about five minutes. You probably signed See, out. five minutes of my time that I did not. But it was amazing. No, it's not. I feel like you were too far away from him. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Emotionally and physically. Yeah. yeah. Men um, always trying to infiltrate my space and invite other men to infiltrate my space. And what is your reason as to why you hate magicians? Because, and I explained this in the car really well when I was drunk, I'll try to do it again. But it's the idea that he felt like he was entitled to so much of no, my time. No, it wasn't that. Yes, not it the was. Real reason. Yes, it is. No, it's What is the real reason? <laughs> Come on, give it. It's because there was a guy called Jake. Explain. Okay. So when I was studying abroad... There Can was... I ask you this question? Yes. Why at first have you felt the need to lie <laughs> to our podcast listeners? I didn't lie. Why? Because that is the underlying reason. Because the other Jake, the other magician, car magician, also felt like he was entitled to my time while he sat there with his stupid tricks. Has this anyway. only happened once? Yeah, but it really made a mark on me. Okay, probably the real reason is because the original card magician guy was once doing some tricks in a bar we'd all gone out to and was talking to this guy who had like some extra Book of Mormon tickets. And Jake was like, if I do a good trick, can I have some tickets? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. And he ended up winning two Book of Mormon tickets and he took my best friend Emma instead of me. Oh. And, that, and then as a result, you're, you're burned. Mm-hmm. And every time you see a magician, you're just reminded of the Book of Mormon that you didn't get to go to. Maybe that is the suppressed reason. I think that is the suppressed reason. I think that I've just done some therapy oh, yeah. on you. And now you are... In fact, I've got some cards in my pocket. <laughs> Let's scared. see. Have you seen the Book of Mormon since? No, because somebody else also <laughs> promised to take me to the Book of Mormon. Inflate. I feel like that's <coughs> Jamie the, Howard. That's the, the therapy, the remedy. Um, so <laughs> let me ask you two questions. Were you more pissed off that you didn't get to go see Book of Mormon, or were you more pissed off that Jake took your friend and not you? I don't like being second best. 
I'll say that way. Was Jake an attractive magician? Do you bleep, no. Do you bleep no. names on this? No. Okay. Na- let's name the Let names. Let the people know. Uh, Jake Navola. Jake Navola took Emma Steele. Have you ever gone to like a big proper live magic show? I went to see Darren Brown. Ooh. About, I'm going to say six years ago. Because I sort of placed, it was with my ex. Okay. I placed all activities I did with my ex six years ago at all times. Is that because you dated her six years ago for a year? Because mathematically, then your uh, answers are always correct. Twenty twelve. So it might be twenty eleven. I went. Okay, nice. Cool. Nice. About six years ago. There you go. There we go. Good. It all checks out. Back checking this podcast. Did you yeah. like Darren Brown? I did. He was. Everything was like amazing, and like, how did he do that? Until like you could see him climbing up the. Like, like some scaffolding. Scaffolding on the side where you weren't supposed to see that. Mm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he's got a show out at the moment. I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah, did you? Did he do any Jedi mind tricks? He claimed to have. Like, he had picked people out of the audience, but you never know. No. You never Plans. know these, these guys. I want them to do it. Actually, I don't want them to do it to me in case it's real. And I start. I went to shit. see Darren Brown, and the, re- the way that he picked people, he had a toy monkey, and he just threw the monkey out into the crowd and then they they then had the throat person and the fourth person whoever yeah. got it that then was pulled up on stage that does sound familiar. so i feel that that is fair unless all the plants know where the plants are but i would have if the monkey was coming my way i would have stood up and i would have grabbed that bitch <laughs> so i feel that there's no no real no way guarantees. that you could yeah um uh, yeah i've seen dynamo live as well that was a really really good show mm-hmm. i would like i would quite like to go to vegas and see a huge magic show in vegas <laughs> just without jackie um yeah. just to kind of say although there's a place called the magic castle here in la and i really really want to go but you need to know a magician in order to get in so actually maybe i should have made more friends with sean mcmagic well you got and- a business card um, it's flimsy. The writing is probably <laughs> faded on it. But you've said that you would like to go to the Magic Castle. Yeah, to make fun of all the magicians. <laughs> Just to flirt with them and then throw drinks in their face and run out. <laughs> ah, this is because of Jake. <laughs> um, and let me explain the Book of Mormon thing. Okay, so I, <laughs> I had a friend that was in the touring Book of Mormon. And so she was, they were uh, through Canada for a while. They were, it was doing North America. So they were in some other states. And then she was coming here to Los Angeles. So I said to Jackie, when it's here, we'll go. Because in my head, I was getting two free tickets, right? Because I'd spoken to my friend who was in the Book of Mormon. And she was like, oh my God, Jamie, when I'm in LA, you have to come see the show. It's going to be amazing, everything like this. And you don't say that to someone if you're then going to charge them $110 per ticket. That's ridiculous. So the only reason I didn't go is out of principle mm. rather than out of financial restraint. <laughs> I went to the first show in the Book of Mormon in London, mm-hmm. queued up for three hours to buy the tickets, froze to death, but they were £20 each. Perfect. Which was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went. Yeah. I had another friend who was in the one in London and I took my mum and my mum arrived five minutes late. So they didn't um, let us in until the first applause break. And when she arrived, I was very, very 
angry at her. And I was like, <laughs> as soon as I saw her, and I think it might have been a birthday present for her <laughs> that, I, that I got it. And so she was dolling herself up. She, my mum was making herself look like really, really nice. And there's loads of traffic on Shaftesbury Avenue. She said she had to get off the bus and walk for ages. So in hindsight, I kind of understand why she was late, but also you should leave with enough time Mm-hmm. To to get to, to a place knowing what it is. So as soon as I saw her, I said, "What the fuck time do you call this?" Probably not the best opening message to to my mother. And then we sat there in complete silence for the whole show. And there were parts that were very very funny at the Book of Mormon. However, I was in too much of a bad mood to laugh at any of it. So I think I was, I either looked like a mad religious freak that was completely outraged by everything that was going on in the show. Or I just looked like I was dumb and I didn't get it. It was none of those things. I thought it was hilarious. And internally, I was laughing so much. But externally, I was still so pissed off with my mother that I couldn't crack one smile. Did your mom enjoy it? I don't know because I couldn't look at her. <laughs> I couldn't look at her. There was I had no periphery vision. I was dead set just in the middle of the stage. Um, so I would quite like to go see it again in better circumstances. It reminds me of when we were late for Cirque du Soleil because I don't like magic tricks, but I love acrobatics and, and once physical again, performances. When we went to Cirque du Soleil, who was it? It was your mom. <laughs> it was me, you, and my mom. My mom is the common denominator in this we late were, thing. We were late again. We were late again. And you know, like, I get really pissy for no reason. Because I remember, like, the tickets had needed to be printed out. And so we had to, like, go print out the tickets. We were already running late. Then, like, we had to walk up this big hill because it was at Dodger Stadium. And I was bombing it. And Jamie and his mom were taking forever. And I was getting more and more pissed off as I was storming towards the stage. We ended up, I don't even think we missed anything. We didn't, we didn't miss anything. And <laughs> okay. also, Jackie hated the show. I didn't hate the show. Oh my, no, you're so no, a liar. I'm not a liar. I enjoyed the show. I love acrobatics. But it was the same thing where I was in a pissy mood, so I couldn't show you that I was enjoying it. You understand. Which one was it? You know, they're themed, aren't they? Sirk the shit. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was not good. It wasn't bad. It was, uh, uh, uh. I saw Sirk so late O in Vegas. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, oh. It's the aqua one, the water one. Oh, so, we didn't and we, see that. We had tickets right at the front. Mm. You get wet. Yeah, and we were jet lagged. So I fell asleep. Mm. And up. me getting splashed woke me up, <laughs> which was nice. And they, they, they obviously saw me sleeping. I they can't say shit. The only time wet. that I've been wet at a show is um, when I went I to go... Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to go see Shamu. Uh, oh, um, course, in, yeah. in Florida. Do you remember Shamu? Are you too young for no, Shamu? Is Shamu. he dead now? He's definitely dead. I think there's been like many a Shamu. Oh, so I like think when they die, they just throw a new whale yeah, in there. Yeah, like, yeah, Shamu. I, I yeah. read something about when the, the hurricane came, they just left him in there. That's grimy. Like they just left the one of the whales in like its enclosure and evacuated all that. A Shamu can't drown. No, but I think it's probably more like a health and safety concern. Like, kind of like when Harvey, like, Houston flooded. It was, like, all, like, the bacteria and, like, the wastewater and everything was, like, Uh, festering in there. To be fair, if a hurricane is coming and you go, go, how do you transport a whale? 
Do with you. you. I feel that's a problem that you should think about when you buy a whale. There you go. And I think that I think their solution is, you know, Leave it. we'll replace it with another whale and call it Shamu. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condoning that sort of behaviour. But I'm saying that us as humans are fucking shit and we kill and eat all these animals and do all of that thing. You see that? That's why I won't create a religion. Because we're too far gone. Mm. Well, yeah. But maybe your religion can be the religion to save them. What, leave me alone and don't do <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, if ever just leave each other alone, there'll be no more wars, no more killing. Instead of like, fuck you, die, it'll be, fuck you, leave me alone. Yeah. There we go. That's the solution. But then they would kill, so they're left alone. Find mm. a way to kill. Maybe you can. You can put it in one of your commandments because those ten commandments—they really do stop people from doing bad things. Also, <laughs> <laughs> the dog has a new name. Dizzy Rascal. That boy's a rascal. His name is Dizzy. His name is Dizzy Rascal. The dog, formerly known as Houdini, will now officially be called Dizzy Rascal Flats. Dizzy Rascal Flats. It it's is an a- amalgamation of Dizzy Rascal, who's a grime artist, and Rascal Flats, who's a country artist, because he's a product of his mom and his dad. There we go. And if you don't know who Rascal Flats are, um, Google them. And <laughs> there are two kind of normal-looking people, and then one person that looks like uh, those two other normal people have run into each other, uh, face-mashed, and only the worst parts of their faces have created this third member of the band. That's, fair a, that's a fair statement. Fair right? He looks like he's just got prosthetics on his face, <laughs> but really bad prosthetics. Yeah. Well, do you know their names? Nope. I just know they're saying life is a highway. Are they still relevant in this country? Uh, music wave? I'm guessing. I wouldn't say like everyone's waiting to hear their new hot single. They're more like a thing of nostalgia because they sang Life is a Highway and I really like it. Is that the only one you know? Because you've mentioned that. that, (laughs) It's the only one I know by name. I know they sang Life is a Highway, but because it's nostalgic because people love Life is a Highway. Life is a a motorway. (laughs) No! Who's the current country? The guy you mentioned the other day. Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. Oh, beautiful man. The guy that's singing country music, but when you play me a song, it's basically rap. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. Kind of. And you guys, the other day on the radio, they announced that they're giving away tickets to go meet him in Hawaii on my birthday weekend. And when I heard that, I wept because I just thought about how cool it would be. So, Jackie, our, we can't <laughs> until next week. We have, okay. we have uh, uh, an old school radio alarm uh, that is in our bathroom. So when uh, Jackie showers, she flicks it on and it's Go Country 105. 105. Go Country 105 is always on. And she ran in here with her little red riding hood dressing gown on, hair wet dripping down her face, tears, (laughs) actual tears falling from her eye sockets. And she's like, oh my God, I just heard on the radio that they are giving away, like, so excited, like we had won this competition. You just heard about it. Just, the competition isn't open. It's running every day for a week, every hour. The chances of us even being able to enter are slim. The chances of us winning, I I might as well just book a ticket to Hawaii and get these Sam Hunt concert tickets which I'm not going to because that's going to be more expensive than going to see Book of Mormon I could fly home and go see Book of Mormon we're not going to see Saman in concert yes, in Hawaii yes we are you can't have that mindset 
Oh. He doesn't want me to be happy, yo. Um, I have won country tickets on the radio before. I won tickets to see Billy Currington once, but I was scheduled to work the, the same Billy day. The Billy Currington. The Billy Currington, Shit. I know. But it was a classic Jackie move where I was scheduled to work and I'd forgotten to request off. And instead of like talking to my manager and being like, I won these concert tickets, can I please go? Cool I just didn't sick. say anything and missed the concert oh because goodness. I was afraid of pissing off my manager. Why didn't you just call in sick? I can't do it. I can't do it. And this, she or, was working right. as uh, just not even a, uh, like a, her proper nine to five where she needs. What Congrats. were you doing? I was I was a server's assistant at a restaurant. Not even a proper server. A pro, a server's assistant. You, you know she what? hasn't even just, learned just, to wait the tables yet. She has to follow the person around to see how to put a knife and fork on the table. And this is stupid. So, Ameka, you uh, have been in Los Angeles for nine days. Would you recommend it? If you have a lot of money and a car and you don't mind loads of traffic, yeah. <laughs> then, but, then, yeah, definitely come to LA, see the sights, do all the, the touristy stuff. Hollywood is actually full of loads of crackhead stuff. Like, it's not what you think it is. Yeah, when I first came to LA, I, di- I didn't know anything about LA apart from Hollywood. And I was like, oh, I want to stay on Hollywood, the glitz and glamour. It was no glitz and glamour. It was like heroin and homelessness. <laughs> it was... We saw a guy, we had the, we were in the convertible and we had the top down and there was a guy, he must have been about 10 steps to the right of the car forced himself to throw up and then just looking over and then continuing to force himself yeah. to throw up. When I like, first make came eye in, contact. a man followed me down the street with a parrot. Now that doesn't sound scary until it's 3am in the morning and you're walking down Hollywood and there's just a man shouting at you going, hello, hello. And then a parrot repeating what the man is saying and he they follow me for a good like mile. It was... Why did you get, find out what they wanted? Could you imagine getting robbed by right. a man and a parrot? How do you explain that to your friends? That's a good story. <laughs> okay. That is a very good story. That's I remember, a good story. I remember once I was outside uh, Brixton uh, tube station. Now, I would say Brixton tube station is kind of on par occasionally with with Hollywood mm-hmm. sometimes but I do think the, mm, I do think anymore. the yeah now because it's gentrified mm. but back in the day but don't you think it's better now not at all <laughs> um, we we met some girl um, who she's American but now lives in Brixton and that was she was like oh I heard it was really bad but now now basically she was saying now that there's white people there don't you think it's better i hated that woman um but anyway i was outside brixton tube station and i was waiting for my friend and i was just um just standing there and some man came up to me and he went hey man you look like you like music and then put a headphone <laughs> in my ear oh one just, of the yeah one of the proper oh, like just shit. just did, stuck, you just, did you just get like a pimple the next day just or stuck a, just stuck a headphone in my ear oh. no but the worst part is that their headphone wasn't plugged into any sort of device. So there was absolutely no music coming did from this. Did you start this. nodding? Of course yes. I did. Yeah, we both just stood there listening to the sounds that were in his head together. And I was like, yeah, man, this is, this is, so, this is good. So. Yeah. And I think I did get like some sort of boil um, oh, in, in, the, in the weeks after. It's very intrusive. Um, but yeah, the, home, the homelessness and uh, just the... The, the schizophrenia mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in in this country, in this city, is is mad. Um, I like the hiking, though. 
I think it's cool. It's isn't it? part of life out here. It's cool. People um, don't have nine to fives. People don't have nine to fives, so. and people hike and then do proper photo shoots. Oh yeah, at the top. I've never seen women, especially, um, get dressed up to the nines. I don't know where that saying comes from. I have no idea. I'd like to look up the etymology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, but they get dressed up to the nines, not the eights or the tens. Mm-hmm. Um, tens don't exist. Tens don't exist. <laughs> Maybe that's where to the nines because you're trying to the nines become eights. Create them for too long. Perfection. No, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe let me not dismiss your ideas. Yeah, no, you can. You do it regularly. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were solid eights. Solid eights. Nines. If you look at the nine too long, she becomes an eight. Anyway, there was one woman who had brought a purse on a hike. Why have you brought your Louis Vuitton purse to do a hike? Uh, just for uh, English people, because out we, oh, a, a purse would be your wallet, even though men only have wallets here. A purse would be a bag. Yeah, like a handbag. Oh, okay. A handbag. Here is a purse, and a wallet is a purse, but a wallet to us is a man purse. That makes sense. That wasn't well explained. No. No. But anyway, she brought up uh, Louis Vuitton, big like a big a big handbag for this hike. Um, we also we also walked out of a burger place. Oh yeah. yeah. We walked out of Umami Burger because I wanted everyone to try the Impossible Burger because that would have been a great like yes we tried this veggie burger and it tasted just like meat, but we weren't served. I was willing to be vegan mm-hmm. and they didn't want me to, so it was a sign. So I'm going. Yeah, we sat in our booth for a good 10, 15 minutes yeah. and nobody acknowledged us. And we're really bougie now. So, mm-hmm. um, but the we fact left. is, it wasn't busy, and the, the waiter came over to the table sitting right next to us, who'd been seated like five minutes after us, and then didn't even look our way. Was your, um, assi- what were you, an assistant server? I was a service assistant, yes. Um, is, that the, is that the worst job you've had? No, the worst job I've had was when I was a receptionist at a salon. It was horrible. Oh, oh is that the one you got the sack from? Yeah, I got fired. Why? I, but because I didn't... Ah, I'd learned from my past mistakes because I got a chance... This is when I lived in South Carolina and filming stuff was really rare. So I got the chance to be an extra in Magic Mike 2. Oh, I think I've spoken about this before. And I wanted to do that instead of go to work. So I just didn't show up to work. And then she got there a sack. Go. Have you ever been sacked? Yeah. Me? Yeah. I left the job... Uh, the one, so I work for, I've worked for the same company for eight years, but the job I had before was in retail and they, there was someone who was stealing, it was shoes mm-hmm. and there's someone who was stealing. Did they used to put trainers in black bags and then take the black bags out like, with I, the rubbish I think and that the was, person that wanted the trainers yeah. used to pick up the black bags with the trainers in it? I think that was one of his methods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes he would come into the store and he would just put on a pair of trainers and wear them throughout the day then walk out. Mm. I think I think uh, in my um, previous life I may have had some shoes um, in my shoe collection from that very method. Uh, I think I may have just like come across these black bags and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Maybe there's some food in there. And I I just, I just like innocently opened these black bags and there was uh, like a box with brand new trainers in there. And I was like, oh, so well, this is better than t- rotten tomatoes. Nothing, so I, so I put these trainers on and, and walked away. I was on the up and up the whole time I was there, but I was like, I could see people doing it. And You're surrounded by criminals. I was surrounded by quite a few criminals. Crooks. So when, when that person got discovered, obviously I worked in the stock room, so they thought I was involved. Uh. And 
they wanted me to snitch effectively and I was like, no. Snitches get stitches. There mm-hmm. you go. So I basically said nothing. They threatened to call the police. I was like, call the police for what? What are the police going to do? Like, So have you only ever had two jobs? Theoretically. Two jobs that the tax man knows about. <laughs> yeah, two. That's okay. nuts. Yeah. yeah. I've had more than two jobs in one week. <laughs> yeah, legitimately. I remember. In, like actual taxable jobs, not cash in hand. No, no, tax. I remember I was a. Po- <laughs> well, I've just. I've had many a job and I walked out and left many a job. Um, let me give you a quick rundown of jobs that I've left. <laughs> Um, one or, or that I've been sacked from. I worked in a theatre once and I um, got the sack for sexual harassment and racial comments towards a man. Oh um, my goodness. But I, I, it went to tribunal and I was oh. found innocent. I was found innocent on both accounts. Um, number two, I worked, <laughs> I worked in an office once and I hated it and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go for lunch and then I went to Pret-a-Manger to get a sandwich and I emailed them <laughs> whilst at lunch, saying, I really hate this job, I'm not coming back. Um, and then I just went home. That was another one. I was also a postman. And, this is one I remember. And, <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was a postman for a while. And um, if I was busy, like if I had a lot of post or I just couldn't be bothered, <laughs> I used to put the post back in the post box. Um, just, I just used to <laughs> just let it go around the system again. You know what? And this is karma coming to get you because you took your driver's license test two months ago and it hasn't come. It hasn't come. This is I the male karma. Hilarious. But yeah, I used to just put it back in the post box and then I went into work one day and my manager was called Mr. Patel and I remember him saying to me, he, he called me over and so I got there in the morning and he called me over and he's like, Jamie, you're not really uh, enjoying this job, are you? And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Mr. Patel, I'm not. He said, okay. He said, I've been thinking about it long and hard, and I think we should make today your last day. So he effectively had sacked me, but expected me to work a whole day. Yeah. That was never going to happen. So I said, ah, I've been thinking about it long and hard as well, and I think we should have probably made yesterday my last day, and then I just left. Nice. Um, so that's three jobs that I've walked out of. Oh, um, I worked at the Shard for a while, and they um, were doing like a fire drill or, or something, and uh, the manager came up to me, and they said, oh, uh, Jamie, do you know where Jackie is? And I didn't know who Jackie was. I said, I don't know who... Jackie is and she said how long have you been working here now and I said oh, I don't know like a few months she said and you don't know the names of your colleagues and I said there are people that I've grown up with that I'm not sure <laughs> their names uh, there are people that have been called mate or babe for at least 10 years um, and she said well what happens if there was a real fire you would need to know where she was and I said well I said hey you would probably need to know where she was and if there's a real fire hopefully she's got common sense enough to leave the fucking building <laughs> and, and so we went back and forth and I went anyway you're being stupid fuck off and I, and I walked away uh, and then I went to my area which was by the elevators on like mm-hmm. the 60th floor to point people in the direction so they could go see it's quite a nice view in, in uh, fairness for the shards once you get to the top it is quite nice I haven't been up yet oh you should go um, the restaurant's in there not so great but the view right at the top good and then I got a message over the radio Jamie could you please come to the office and so I went to the office and she looked at me and she said do you have anything to say 
thinking that I was going to apologize, and I said, I do. I quit. <laughs> and then... Um, Did you not like the job, or was it just the argument with her? A bit of both. There like, okay, it's okay. never, it's not a job that I was going to stay in for the rest <laughs> of my life, was it? It's a means to an end. I'll That's get true. another one tomorrow. It's fine. Um, and this is why Jamie has no savings account. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, she said, what? And I was like, I quit. She went, oh, oh, okay. Well, we, we need you to work at least to the end of the day. And I said, no. And I just went on. Um, and this whole thing about just leaving halfway through just the because, day. Like, what's you the, know what I mean? No, but like, what's the point? <laughs> if you no, know you... What's like the word? Like, not honour. Like, no sense of like... <laughs> like, eh, I'm done with this. But do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand people. If I go to a the- if I go to the theatre, I go to the cinema and I do something and I'm watching a film or I'm watching a play and I don't like it and I'm really bored, leave. Like, my time is the most important thing right so there are so many people that are like they're too proud because these actors in the show that don't know who you are like are gonna be like oh that person's like who gives a shit do you know what i mean like if you're not enjoying something you shouldn't do it that's fair that is why i left office no you left office because you were gonna get a criminal record no (laughs) they had no proof they so the manager told people to start watching me but they obviously came and told me straight away. Mm. So I was like, I don't need to be called a criminal by, not to say that anyone who managed an office is lower than me, but she was. So <laughs> I didn't need to be called a criminal by her. So. Um, I have stolen from a job once. I worked another another job that I worked out of. I worked in a, a shop called Joy. Um, I know, was, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, it was on it was on the Brunswick yeah. Centre in Russell Square. <laughs> oh, I'm proper incriminating myself. Um, You're gonna get extradited back to the UK, yeah, because you stole a couple of really trendy t-shirts. Yeah, and my my uh, my manager there was younger than me, um, and that annoyed me uh, first and first and foremost. Uh, only like only by like a year, but it was at we were also at that age where people used to say, "What year were you in in at school?" Oh, you were the year below me, you yeah. know that. And so it was it was it a big wait. Yeah, it, it definitely did. And she was the year below me, and like they gave her a clipboard or something. So she <laughs> thought she had so like she was so self important. Um, and I can't remember. I worked there for maybe like a month, and I hated it. It's the only proper retail job I've ever had, and I I dis- despised it. And there were a few T-shirts there that I really, really liked. So I knew that I was going to leave. Um, so I went to the stockroom. And in the stockroom, they had all the clothes that hadn't been tagged yet. And it was my job to do the tagging. And I saw all the clothes that I liked. And so I put them all on. Nice. So I, I was wearing about five T-shirts. <laughs> and I put on a pair of like really skinny jeans under my jeans. And then like a cardigan. And then and then I put my big jacket on because when you leave they check your they check your bag. bag. Yeah. So I um I just walked out. They checked my bag and my heart my heart was pumping and and I got out and I was like yes sick. And then I went home and then I phoned because they have a voicemail at work <laughs> and I just left a voicemail saying oh I don't think this is working out. I'm not going to be coming back anymore. Um and so and I got paid for the month I worked there and I got at least like. 
200 and something pounds worth of free clothes. So, so it was expensive in there. It was really expensive. And I'm telling you, I, I was wearing a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I went in there 150 pounds and I left there 250 pounds. <laughs> and um, I think the cardigan that you were wearing the other night may, Is that from there? may be a stolen good. Um, so guys, still don't get caught.